We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Kyle Matson, sitting in for Andy Lou. Welcome to Light Years. You know what? I got the perfect voicemail to uh, to start us off with. Oh. 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 And that about sums up your Warriors Nuggets game. <laughs> I made that exact same noise 37 times tonight. Yeah, that's about, that's about right where I'm at. The Warriors lose 112-110. To me, this actually is the most frustrating loss of the season because Nikola Jokic didn't play, and we saw the way everything else played out with the Clippers losing yesterday and with the fact the Warriors would be able to completely control their own destiny the rest of the way um, to avoid the play-in, and nope. Now we're back to standings watch, which we'll get to later in the show, where we get to look at every possible machination of this, which requires a certain level of luck with tiebreakers. Just frustrating. I don't know if I'm more upset at how the game went or if I'm more upset (coughs) that I went into this game going like, oh, yeah, they're going to win this one. Like, they got it. Like, they, they know they need it. There's no Jokic. This is like the Nuggets, some of Jokic are, are fine. Like they, they're whatever. Mm-hmm. I think, I, like I said, it was definitely a frustrating game. And just, it's like, I hate the phrase make or miss league. And I always use it sarcastically. Mm-hmm. But when you've got Steph shooting two of 14 from three, like you're probably just not going to win a lot of games. I yeah. didn't think we were that bad for the most part defensively tonight. I think the Nuggets made some tough shots. I think what was most frustrating for me was down the the last two minutes of the game, the Warriors played with desperation and came. Honestly, that was a good look for Clay. Like you're gonna live with that shot. He missed it. Um, and on on some level, you're right. Like this game was just down to missed shot, tired legs, whatever it may be. But it makes you wonder if there's more effort in earlier parts of the game, a little more focus. I mean, in the second and third quarter specifically, the turnovers were out of control. Yeah. Uh, it's just a little bit of everything. Uh, in some ways, it feels like they're playing dynasty Warriors level basketball in terms of we'll turn it on when we want to. 
and mm-hmm. we can be a little lackadaisical and turn the ball over, but you know, we'll, 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 we'll get engaged when we need to, but they're not as talented as those teams, uh, be it age, be it players missing, uh, be it just roster moves, whatever it is. They don't have the margin for error. The 2016 Warriors yet yeah, last, even last year's Warriors did to do that. Right. Yeah. And that's what that's, I've kind of been all year and <laughs> I'm honestly still like there where, okay, absolute must win season on the line. Like I'm betting on Steph Clay and Draymond. Right. Like I'm just, I'm just going to, but this game, the Minnesota game mm-hmm. that they, that they lost at home last week. Those are games where it's like, dude, if they win this, they are in a great spot. It's not a must win, but it's like, you you need to have this one. And they've, they, they tricked the Minnesota game late. And this one, it was, early third quarter well they started in the at the end of the first half but by the by the third quarter the nuggets had just kind of taken control and that's the that's what's frustrating to me is like i felt like this was a team that okay they're gonna turn it on like they're gonna flip the switch and in a game like this no Jokic on the road in denver against the number one seed they're gonna figure out a way to win this one and then they just didn't and if Andrew Wiggins is back eventually, okay, that changes the calculus a little bit. But that we're sitting here now on April 2nd, and it's still like, oh, there's no switch to flip. Like, they're just not as good as they've been in years past. And that's okay. Like, that's where you get in year nine of a run. But it's just yeah. kind of bummer. Yeah, the, the things that stood out to me in this game were they looked, even against a Nuggets team that went small, um, mm-hmm. they looked they looked small against them at times. Yeah. They were when Looney wasn't out there, they had a very hard time getting rid of. Now, when Looney was out there, they were dominating the glass. Mm-hmm. But in general, it was a lot of the same. You know, Kuminga for as great a year as he's had, one rebound and just watching, just watching the game, he looks exactly like a young player who's like a split second late mentally on all this. Like I know physically mm-hmm. he can get the rebounds, but it's just kind of like to you know he's young, Aaron Gordon. Mike, Michael Porter Jr., whoever, like they just they just understood where to go and get the ball more mm-hmm. so than him. Um, and then beyond Kuminga with no Wiggins, uh, everyone else is 6'4 guard, you know? Like it just they just are. Yeah. Jordan Poole, 6'4, Dante, 6'4, Steph, 6'3, GP2, the tallest 6'2 in the league, but he's still 6'2. Anthony Lamb, swear he's 6'4, just with um a lot of hair. Um yeah. You know, you know, it's just like they're not a very big team, and I don't know, man. It's just not. I'm this probably, is, yeah. Look, here's here's this is the way. If this was, if all things were the same, but mm-hmm. this was 2012, 13, it would be like, man, that was a great push at the end of the game, right? Like, you know, tough game on the road. It, like, the you view it differently. But when you were viewing this team, we view it through the scope and through the lens of championship contention. Well, they won last year. That's why. You're right. Hoping they totally. Can, you're hoping that they can defend their title. And, you know, tonight's not the night to talk to me about how there's still hope. I'll be honest with you. But Yeah. Um, yeah. And as, but long yeah. As, as long as Steph Curry is on the court, mm-hmm. I'm never writing the Warriors off fully. Yeah. Like, I'll be there. I'll be there. They could be down three nothing in a series. I'm there. I'm watching, and, and I'm gonna have some belief that they can figure it out. But I think logically, when you're trying to draw a path for them this year, it becomes really, really hard when you watch stretches like they had tonight. This 30 minute stretch of basketball where they just looked 
careless. Um, it looked like a December game in Orlando during the middle of the, the, the height of the run. And that just, that kind of sucks because that shouldn't be the case in a game like this one. Yeah. I mean, look, in some ways it feels like two years ago, the plan year where they're on a seven or eight man rotation and there's just certain nights where you're like, yeah, Steph's kind of old. He doesn't mm-hmm. have the legs to play that many minutes at that high level every other night. And then other mm-hmm. nights, it just looks like, you know, it's more about the fact that they're too small. All of it just comes back to feeling like they don't have enough. That's really where I'm at. And then that brings us to the same conversation we've had to have for two months, which is Andrew Wiggins. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we did get potentially positive news over the weekend. I only say potential because it hasn't actually translated to anything. But, you know, um, Jason Dumas from Cron4, friend of the show, uh, and very reliable. Has Big reported, Jason guy. Yeah. As a reporter, Andrew Wiggins is back in the Bay Area. He spent most of the recent weeks out of town. So the implication is he hasn't been here up until recently. And then, um, you know, if you want if you want to go on the social media sleuthing, there's people who, who see that there's there's photos and stuff also implying as well. Days back in town, which would make one think potentially he'll be joining the team soon. But as of the most recent media availability, Steve Kerr's not changed anything he said, which is nothing new, nothing new to report. Uh, if he comes back, we're happy to have him. If not, he can take all the time he wants. Um, and, and I'm just saying here, we're entering the last week of the season. If if he was even to come back, I mean, is three yeah, games <laughs> is three games enough to like get ramped up and ready to go and be the second best player on a title team? Three after games missing a month and a half. Three games, and let's hope you avoid the play in. Which who knows at this point? So then you get another week of practice before you have to play for the playoffs. Like because because realistically speaking. Uh, round one game one round one is two weeks from Mm -hmm. yesterday so you could be playing as soon as 13 days from now would you feel going into the play-in would you feel i I don't this is this is going to be poorly worded so try and follow me anyway (laughs) (laughs) would you feel good going into the play-in like oh they can definitely win this seven eight game if it's against any of new orleans minnesota or la um, cause I don't think I would like this year's team. I just don't, I, I, I have no reason anymore to be like, yes, they're going to win tonight. Cause I've thought that several times over the last few weeks and it's not happened. I can't get there. I think if they're in the play in and the games at home, they should take care of business to, you know, um, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I think they'd run the risk of the same thing that happened two years ago. If they somehow don't get that game, very easy to see them just losing the next one because of tired legs against a young and more hungry team. Right. Which would be the, which would be the likely scenario. Ugh. Yeah. This, this is now it's getting dark. This is honestly. so depressing. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I'm not, I'm not in love with this show. Not gonna lie. So yeah, now, right now the Warriors, I mean, 13 boards for Dante. Silver linings. Yeah. He's going to the glass tonight. Silver linings. Indeed. That's where we're at with this. I mean, it was tonight's game. Tonight's game may the chat saying it, but tonight's game is in some ways as simple as Steph and Clay just didn't hit enough shots. Yeah, I think that's that's kind of when I said earlier, like it's make or miss. Like Steph taking 14 threes, great. Like that's mm-hmm. that's what you want. If he goes four of fourteen, like that game's just different, right? Sure. And four of fourteen is still not a great shooting night. 
No. And it wasn't like there were bad looks. They just, they missed some open shots. And honestly, like, like at some point there's going to be some correction, right? And we're going to see Steph have a game where he goes like eight of 10 or, or nine of 12 or something. But it was just a, a bad night for him and, and Clay. And I, I think you're right. Like, that's a great look at the end of the game. If you're drawing up a look with the Warriors down two and the clock running down, a wide open clay three uh, at the top of the arc, like you'll just you'll take that every time. And he just missed. Like, <laughs> like that, it it just kind of stinks. That what what stinks about this game, and I I I, I agree Many with things. the chat. Well, yeah, <laughs> I I agree with the chat. Like that, it was it, Steph and Clay missed a bunch of shots, and that's what it was. It was just kind of the lack of the the fact it took until two minutes to go like okay. Ratchet up the intensity on defense. Um, start getting the ball to the rack and getting some layups and cutting into the lead. Like it just took until there was there was just so there was such a long stretch of that game where it looked like they were just checked out, and they shouldn't be doing that at this point of the year. And that's I think the thing that worries me the most. It's like oh they're still not locked in. Maybe they just they're just not going to get there. Yeah, it's kind of how it feels in some ways. All right, now we're in the you know stand- what's wild. You know, it's real quick, real quick. I do want to get to the standings. But if Clay had hit that shot, the tenor of all this Oh, not even a so question. Different. I thought about I thought that before it came out. Clay hits that shot, and we're just, we're just like, like, wow, doesn't matter. Don't need DNA. wings. Don't need defense. Don't need any bigs. Just just championship DNA. Forever Warrior. Just <laughs> just it out. Much all it would be. Um, no, it's, it's like that. Look, it's frustrating as... The margin is really thin with this team, which is why we keep going back to the Wiggins conversation. He's a player who can literally change that margin. If he played tonight, they win, right? If he yeah. if he'd have played at any stretch in the second half, they're probably comfortably out of the play, and they're probably tied with Phoenix for the four seed because they're really, I don't know, only three games back, and you got you got to figure those type of things. But that's been kind of the season it's been. Now, I'm not mm-hmm. just going to make it just about that situation. You know, Steph missed 25 games. Um, at various points of the season, mostly mm-hmm. in the first half. Um, it, there was a punch at the beginning of the season. That feels like four seasons ago at this point. I mean, there's just – there's a million different things. The beginning of the season opened with James Wiseman getting, you know, gifted minutes that were negatives for this team. So it's there's been paper cuts the whole way through. And, you know, we, we kind of banked on them being able to pull it all together at the end. And tonight's game just kind of sums up. They haven't been able to, and they're still just this team who – they show you glimpses that they're still that championship team. But if you take a step back, it's very hard to believe. Yeah, because you have to do it. Well, first of all, they're going to have to do it on the road in every single series. And I understand they've won a road game in all the series they've played under Steve Kerr mm-hmm. and they've never lost it before the finals. And I get, I, I understand all that. And I'm, I feel that and I, and I hold that in my heart. But they've won eight, nine games on the road all year. We're going for double digits before the end of the season. <laughs> I mean, that's it's, so tough sad. To, it's tough to be like, yeah, they're going to go in to a playoff series, whether it's the Kings or the, the, the Suns or the Grizzlies. And like, yeah, they're for sure going to go get one on the road. Mm-hmm. Like ch- chalk it up. And maybe, maybe this is all different in the playoffs, but man, right now it's ugly. This week's light years podcast brought to you by sword vitality. Listen up dub nation, especially all our guys out there. We have a special offer on the newest addition to your daily self-care routine. Do you shower, brush your teeth, and I know you manscape to keep the ladies in your life happy. Listen, no shame. Self-care is cool and manly, 
And that's why you need to add Sword Vitality Excalibur to your daily routine. Sword Vitality Excalibur can encourage optimal sexual health by increasing blood flow to help you thrive when it matters. Trust me, you might think your girl's happy, but what if she could be happier? This 30-day regimen designed to benefit your reproductive function can help maintain a healthy libido and stamina. Now, who doesn't want to last longer? You'll be proud of this product. It looks good on your shelf. It sure as hell feels good, and it shows your partner you care. Add Sword Vitality to your pregame, and you'll always be ready for game time. Visit SwordVitality.com now. Use promo code LIGHTYEARS at checkout for a nice discount. That's SwordVitality.com. Use promo code LIGHTYEARS, and that discount won't be the only nice thing that you'll be getting. Tough hey, reaction. at least they didn't lose to the Blazers. <laughs> the, the Timberwolves were 19 and a half point favorites and they lost. That okay. last play. Okay. Now you want to talk about angry tone. I you don't know you don't want to know what my tone would be like if Anthony Lamb shot a floater off the backside of the backboard, which is essentially what Kyle Anderson did. That was <laughs> I thought that was a, when I saw that, I was like, oh, this can't be from tonight. And then I like looked, I was, oh no. It wasn't even like, was he trying to draw a foul? I don't understand what he was doing there. I'm utterly confused. Yeah. I think he, I think he thought he got contact. Then when he realized he didn't, he tried to put it up and it was, oh, it was, uh, well, they're destined for the plan. I'll put it that way. (laughs) Yeah. Um, They're headed there for sure. Okay. So Warriors loss has them tied with the Clippers. Uh, but the Clippers have the tiebreaker, so mm-hmm. they are currently in the sixth seed. But let's let's um, let's pull back here. The Warriors, Clippers, Pelicans, and Lakers all have thirty-eight losses, which is the magic number here. The Warriors have no tiebreaker advantage over any of these teams. Good, perfect. Which, which doesn't which doesn't <laughs> look good. Now, one thing we one thing that does work in the Warriors' favor the the Clippers and Lakers play this week, so one of those teams will have thirty nine losses. No matter Ooh. what, if the Warriors win out, they will have a better record than one of the Lakers or Clippers. Um, the Pelicans, on the other hand, they have let's pull up the schedule. They have the Kings, the Grizzlies, the Knicks, and the Timberwolves. Theoretically, a very tough path and one in which. They should not win all four games. But with that said, it's the last week of the season. I would not be surprised if the Kings or the Grizzlies or even the Knicks sat players in some of those games. Mm-hmm. And maybe they got wins that they might not have got a month, you know, a month earlier in the season of those games. So it's really hard to say. Um, all this points to I, I don't think the Warriors can lose another game and not end up in the play-in. They might win out and still end up in the play-in, but I, I think odds are generally in their favor that if they win out, someone else is going to lose. Not, everyone's not going to win out the whole way, right? Yeah, you'd think not. I don't know yeah. exactly what schedules are, but so it they definitely need the Clippers to win that game. Uh, it doesn't matter, honestly, because they both have 38, they both have 38 losses, so one of them will end up with 39 losses. Either way, both the Clippers and Lakers have a tiebreaker over the Warriors. So, um, yeah, it doesn't really much matter as far as I'm concerned at this point. God, if they won tonight and then beat the Timberwolves the other night, they'd be in such a good spot. If they won either of those games, they'd be very comfortably able to control their own destiny. Right now, they need to win out and then hope a couple things break their way. That's kind of like 
it's those two games. I mean, there's there's what twenty five games this year mm-hmm. that it feels like there was the that the Pistons game where mm-hmm. Sadiq Bay hit the game winner. There was the one in Utah where they blew the four point lead in six seconds or whatever. Mm-hmm. It just there's there's I might actually do that this weekend or this week. I don't have anything going on. Uh, I'm gonna just go through and figure out how many games they just kind of smoked and where they'd be if they even won half of them. It's just been a really frustrating year. That is a polite way to put it at this point. I Maybe mean, even more frustrating by the fact that they could definitely still go on a run. Yeah. I don't even know where I want to go with it anymore. They're just they're just infuriating me right now. They've literally broken my brain at this stage. <laughs> that's where that's where we at with the Warriors right now. They have broken my brain. I just I I I reached a point tonight watching them turn it over on one end, not play great defense on the other end or or give up they give up so many easy looks in the half court tonight. That was really frustrating. But I've said frustrating a million times. That pissed me off. <laughs> um I I I kind of reached a point where it's like I don't even know that Wiggins matters at this point. Mm, that's that's yeah. a little aggressive. I mean, he was re- he's really good for them when he's when he's locked in and correct. So Okay, no, you're right. You're mm-hmm. right. But let let's just let's go to let's go to Fantasyland and he's back for when do they play the when do they play the Thunder? Tuesday? Tuesday, yeah. First off, That's there's Tuesday. just zero chance he'd be cleared to play even if he showed up at the facility tomorrow. Unless right. they've been hiding him the whole time, which, you know, I'm not going to put past him. But, so, but I'm so banking let's on just, that not being the case. Let's go to Fantasy World. So uh-huh. maximum three games. Mm-hmm. He needs to be locked in and be their second best player. Oh, I don't I, think he needs I, to. I just so this is, an interesting, this is an interesting question. How good does he need to be they need him to be their second or third best player by the middle of May, in my opinion. But how good do they need him to be to progress? That's the thing. Is a, I don't think you can win a series the, without him or with him. Okay. But let's just say they are the sixth seed and they're going against the Sacramento Kings. How? What percentage of Andrew Wiggins do you need to win that series? Like, if, if 100% of Wiggins is the guy we saw in the finals – locking up Jason Tatum and, um, you know, being pretty much the second best player behind mm-hmm. Steph Curry. What percentage of that Wiggins do you need to see against, let's say a Sacramento Kings team? Probably what? Like 70? Yeah. I was gonna say about 70, 75%. Because he's going to get, he's going to get assigned to De'Aaron Fox. There's going to be minutes where he mm-hmm. needs to go guard Sabonis. Sure. Um, I, I need to hit some shots, but maybe yeah. not, maybe not average 20, just like, be an honest threat. Yeah. Can you hit, can you hit some open threes and, and pull it up your spot? Yeah. I, I, yeah, 70%, I think, but is, is even three games enough to get him there? That's, I don't know. That's, um, that's, that's the question, but that's kind of like where I'm thinking about it. It's like, you need to, it's unrealistic to think like you're going to jump in there and you're going to get the guy who like dunked all over Luka Doncic in game three, right? you know? Um, but like, can you get (laughs) the chat says, the chat says, um, but can he be better than Anthony Lamb? Okay. Yes. So, so yeah, we're, right we're, now. Shoot, we're shooting for somewhere between better than Lamb and like peak playoff Wiggins. 200% of playoff Lamb. Is what <laughs> so about 40%. Okay. okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, these are, these are the questions I'm going to. And now that, that's a good, that's a good one. 
Now I'm just the, in a bad place mentally right now, bro. The dicier, the dicier question is: Let's say they fall into the play-in, which is very likely. What percentage mm-hmm. of Wiggins do you need to get out of the play-in? And then let's say you're facing the Grizzlies in round one. Man, more than seventy. Honestly, it's defensively that that's going to matter, right? Sure. Because I think yeah. the, I think the Warriors can figure it out and score. And I honestly think Wiggins can roll out of bed and score fifteen to twenty. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not, not even, they've never asked him to be more than a third option on offense. And some nights that means he gets 22. Yeah. But I love, I like him off the bounce more than I'd like Anthony Lamb off the bounce. You know, <laughs> really, really um, the bar high. Yeah. No, for sure. You guys can write that down. That's my hot take of the night. No, it's just like if, if he is defensively, if he can just lock in and maybe he's not the guy that was locking up Tatum, but hey, he has to stay in front of Ja for, for mm-hmm. three or four possessions here, then then take it or, or just make him take tough shots. Like that's that's where that's what matters more, I, I, I think, is can he just can he play defense and play it at a high level and be I, 80%. I agree um, with you. Like if, if you were to tell me Wiggins is back, what do I want from him? Um in order of like, what do I need first, second, third? Because it's going to take just – it's assuming it's going to take him at least a month to get up to like his full game. First yeah. is defense. Second is using his athleticism on the glass. Mm-hmm. Third would one. be ability to stick open shots. And then fourth would be ability to attack closeouts and like get those highlight, you know, yeah. finishes and stuff like that. Um, but like it, it all starts with like – how we opened, which is the only six, seven, two way wing they have is a 20 year old who I think is going to be really good. And at times has looked amazing, mm-hmm. but at other times looks 20. And right. it's a and lot to probably ask. look 20. He'll probably look 20 more often than not in the playoffs. He'll probably look 20 until he's 21. That's tends to be how it goes. Wow. <laughs> that's a great. Yeah. Point. No, yeah. but that's okay. But that's so, oh, that's a, that's a good, that's a good place to steer this because you watch the GP2 Draymond Kuminga lineups, and it's like that's a terror defensively. But then they get on the offensive end, and it's just gummed up, and it's gross. Mm-hmm. I, GP2, you know, can can hit a corner three or whatever, but it's not like he's striking fear in teams the way Andrew Wiggins. It's, it's is a transition off. Like you have him yeah. out there to force turnovers, and then ooh, GP2 with the dunk, and it's it's fun, and it, it changes the energy of a game. But right. even like for as much as they love him, Steve won't play him more than twenty minutes because of what you're saying. He's not mm-hmm. a half court offensive player. No. And and Wiggins would provide some of that while giving them that that defense that's still switchable, that's still long. Sure. Uh, I, so that's that's the greater thing for me. It's like, man, can he just can his conditioning be at a point that he can guard Ja full court or De'Aaron Fox full court for a handful of possessions? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Light Years Podcast, kick off the new year with new gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that we've worn, durable frames, and extremely clear optics for outdoors adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection, insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they they told us they'll send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. If you don't love them, you can also exchange for a new pair, return them, or you can return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team 
always has your back. Light Years Podcast always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving our best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code LightYears for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. You want to hit a couple of voicemails before you have to bounce? God, I, I need it. Yeah, just curious here. Um, do you think a national Bay Area reporter, or I should say just a national reporter, will confront uh, Steve Kerr on his love for Anthony Lamb, just out of curiosity? <laughs> oh, Anthony Lamb, Warrior fan's favorite player. I think he, he kind of gets I think he gets it too hard, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, it's definitely it's it's not like his fault, right? Like he's trying. Well it's, he's not he's just not he's just not a he's not a rotational player on a on a winning on a, seri- on a serious team. Yes, yeah. he's not a rotation player on a serious team. It's it reminds me kind of of um and, and you you do the candlestick chronicles that cover the Niners, which is great. Um how like for most of the years under Kyle Shanahan, there's just never been good cornerback play. Like there's mm-hmm. always like a cornerback and it's, they're always kind of, but is it, is it their fault or is it the fact that there's not a single cornerback on the roster who's worth playing? And that's right. kind of how I look at Anthony Lamb in the sense of they need a, a wing who can play that stretch four role. And Otto Porter was at last year and he was awesome at it. They don't have anyone. Anthony Lamb is the closest thing they have to it, and it's just kind of like frustrations over the roster more than anything. Right? Yeah, it's not. It's not an Anthony Lamb centric problem. It's just kind of where, like you said, it's just where the team is at, yeah. and that that you know it wouldn't be a problem if if Andrew Wiggins was not dealing with whatever he's dealing with and it, was playing I'm, every night, and it was him and Kaminga, and this wouldn't be an issue. I mean, it might be a problem even if they had Wiggins back, uh, but I'd be, but I'd at least be curious to see what it looks like with Kuminga and Wiggins together with Draymond at the five, which I think we got maybe a grand total of five minutes of before uh, Wiggins went away. Like it did feel like that's kind of what Steve was hoping to play for his like mm-hmm. small ball death lineup, um, and we just never got to see it. And maybe we do. Yeah, maybe Wiggins does use the first round and gets his legs under him, and they they win it in six or seven, and then they go to the second round and they they look like the Warriors again. I yeah. that's that 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 is here. Like I can, I'm I'm still I, I'm like okay, logically I can I can piece that together, but it's just really hard, especially after a game like this. Like if you talk to me tomorrow, I think I might be feel different, but after watching tonight, it's just like man, I don't, I don't know. Is I'm sitting here like is Andrew Wiggins enough? <laughs> but like you said, if Andrew Wiggins has been playing, they have probably four or five more wins than they have right now, and we're we're talking much differently about where this team is headed. And then we're trying to determine if their you know mediocre record is who they are, or is there a better team in there um, mm-hmm. because of all the games everyone's missed. I mean, it, honestly, it'd be a lot of the same conversation, but less frustrating. So, oh, dude, no doubt. No doubt. Significantly less frustrating. Yeah, I mean, a, they're okay. I don't, I don't know. We have a post-game quote from um, from Kareth Burke, Dante DiVincenzo on the lack of focus. Ultimately, you have to look at yourself in the mirror. If you're out there playing this game and you're waiting for someone else to tell you, excuse my language, get your head out of your ass. That's not going to work. That's not going to win games. Okay, well... Glad to know at least he recognizes that their effort waxes and wanes the way that you and I do. 
I like Dante a lot. My mother-in-law out on Dante DiVincenzo. A lot of people have been out on Dante the last month. Shooting I'm, twenty, shooting twenty some percent from the field tends to get people to get out on you. Yeah, no doubt. That's tough. I just, I don't know. I feel like he he makes the right play a lot of the time. No, he and does. He had Thirteen boards tonight. Winning player. Yeah. Uh, again, it comes back to I feel like if you inserted one more player at the top of the rotation, his role would make a lot more sense. Yeah, but, totally. All right, let's get to one more call real quick. I guess I'm going to get right into it. Um, I'm normally not critical of Steve Kerr because I feel like he's a great coach, but I feel like he could have coached this game better in order for us to win. From me being a former athlete, I always say you didn't lose us a game, but you could have won us a game. And I think it came from putting 6'2 players, 6'3 players on Michael Porter Jr., but he's too great of a shooter and way too tall that if you put somebody six two six three, no matter how great of a defender they are, it's like an open shot to him, like a wide open shot. So I feel like that started to turn the game when the Warriors were up. And then the rotations were playing Ant Lamb so much, not sticking with Kaminga. I just feel like that was an issue with this game. And then also the veterans, like the energy – Especially from Draymond, it looked like it was just so low. It's like you think this is a must-win game, but it really doesn't feel like it with their energy at all. Yeah. Um, I've seen that complaint. Um, I don't want to say complaint, but that, that comment about them, you know, putting putting small guys on gifted wing scorers too much this year. And my personal response has always been like, I mean, who, what was their other option at that point? If they put Kuminga on him, then um, someone else has to be on Aaron Gordon, which, right. you know, I guess they get back to the same point. They're a little too small and they're mm-hmm. lacking a certain amount of depth right now. And Having Andrew Wiggins for a guy like Michael Porter Jr. would be great. Correct. Correct. We'll get back to that point. We're just going to beat that one into the ground. I just I, I get the idea of putting like GP two on him or or Dante a little bit because like you're trying to get into his body and you're just trying to kind of yeah. suffocate him a little it's bit. Give him a little off balance. But uh like the like the caller said, he's he's just gonna elevate over that and, and and he's a really good shooter and he hit a ton of shots tonight. Like that's just kinda I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they they miss James Wiseman tonight. And with that, Kyle, appreciate you. <laughs> No, I really do appreciate you jumping on, my man. Yeah, man. Any, uh, anytime. Just, I'm sorry about tonight. Like I said, I totally forgot. I told my folks I'd come watch at their house. So. Don't, don't worry about Shout it at all. To mom, for let me use her office. We'll get you out of here. All right. All right. We'll keep it moving. Get some more voicemails going up here. Yo, know, this is Dylan. So I'm still on the exercise bike. Got a couple minutes left. We just lost. I want to know about that ten seconds to get stolen from us. Right around the two-minute mark. They just let the clock run after me, I enjoyed that. So, not saying that the game was totally still in Denver played well, but we should have had another 10 seconds. So, I'm kind of mad. But in general, our guys are just standing around at the end. It just really pissed me off. They need to stop doing that. I know they're tired, but I'm tired. Sometimes you just got to move. Make yourself move anyway. Or just get off the court. Later. What's up, guys? It's TJ calling again. One second, sorry. Uh, um, it's uh, I have to call this number after these type games because it's either I call you guys and get this off my chest 
I start smoking cigarettes, and I don't want to do that. Why <laughs> do it's such like the Warriors to like it, they give you hope? You're like, oh yeah, this is that team, and then it just gets taken away. Why are we on a nine point run at the end of the game? Like we're uh I'm just gonna stop talking because I just finished the game and I can't even get my thoughts together. I just had to call. I don't know what's wrong with us. Uh, I think every fan right now is angry. Um, I'm sure you guys already talked about Anthony Lamb. I don't even need to get into that. Um, yeah, thank you for letting me get this off my chest, man. Appreciate you guys. Peace. Dylan, TJ, appreciate the calls. Feel free to vent away. This this might just be a venting session. We'll, we'll get into playoff ramifications more so in the next pod. What's up, guys? It's TJ calling again. Oh my god. Guys, just have a drink. Have a good night. Might have to end it on that. Might have to call it an early night. I appreciate everyone. Everyone just go have a drink. Have a good night. <laughs>